Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? Hello and welcome, true believers, to the Sanctum Geektorium, located at the Comedy Room Room inside lovely El Chirito, the five-star dive bar. For another broadcast, Geeks. As always, we are your hosts. Hey, what's up? It's Mitch Jones. Jeff M. Albright. And myself, Nate Balding. You might notice we're a slightly trunk-hated version of our usual super team-up. But, like all good teams, uh, we are better than just the sum of our parts. And you can follow the adventures of uh, our, our, our missing teammates uh, as long as you pick up their, their sagging lails, sales books. <laughs> so. They're on an offshoot book right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. They are, they are out having, uh, having adventures that don't tie into your weekly broadcast gigs, broadcast. In um, the multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, obviously, we, we, have, we have plenty to cover with TV's finest returning last week. Uh, <clears throat> consider this your spoiler alert. There will be reviews, revilings, regurgitations. Yeah, spoiler, it is a big week. It was, uh, we're going to spoil away. Spoil Mitch. That's all right. I was lazy this week. <laughs> I, my car was in the shop. I don't know what that had to do with anything <laughs> with me watching TV. But your, D, your DVR runs on fossil fuels. <laughs> is that it's a gas-powered DVR. <laughs> Not very economical, but hey, i got to watch TV. Uh, I do want to, before we get into the, the meat, uh, I want to talk about a little, a little bit of news. I think first thing... Uh, there was we saw, I think probably most of us caught the uh, the, ju- the not the Justice League the the thing after the Flash Flash oh the special the special the, 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 the Legends, Legends of, uh, of DC yeah, which we got a uh, we got a sweet Suicide Squad trailer do we have a consensus about whether that was anything to look forward to now? Well, my first thing when seeing the commercial was uh, Freddie Mercury is probably the baddest member of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> I think the song is what made the, you know what I mean, the, the Bohemian Rhapsody. That, that brought, it made it such an energetic uh, trailer. So I think once you get past that, it was still, yes, it was a very good trailer, but great uh, song usage. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm still sold on the Juggaloker yet. Uh, <laughs> that is a little strange. Uh, Juggaloker. The Juggaloker. TM TM. <laughs> yeah, I, I was uh, I was I was not too taken with Jared Leto's, and I wasn't before when I'd seen the the pictures, uh, and then the trailer did not make me any happier. With so we're talking more about the look, though, than maybe the the uh, look may just be kind of not what you're looking for. But he, I mean, the attitude and the the scare factor may still be there as far as the role. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, the weird thing about it is the teeth. Like, my big thing is, I will give you that he has this weird fucked up grill, but you gotta also give me a scene where Batman smashes his teeth down his throat. Well, we may get that. I've heard that may be in, the, in, in this movie. I mean, that's all conjecture at this time, but I've heard people say that they have, yeah, they have the same sentiment, but they have to do that. Right. I don't know. It's, uh, it seems... Seems like it could be a good movie. It's you know the it's action. One of those, the action looks great. One yeah, of those Guardians of the Galaxy fantastic. type movies where it's like everyone's expecting it to be like, "Whoa, the fuck are these people?" And it might be good. I don't know. I'm just really wary of DC's. Like, it seems like they were like the executives were just like, "Oh shit, they just made a millions of dollars on a movie with a talking tree and a raccoon." Yeah, we are fucked. We got to get in gear. Yeah, I felt like that whole special that was on that we were talking about, it was almost this, like, how can we get caught up with Marvel as quick as possible? Or let people know, like, wait, wait, you know, it was just, it felt a little, um, I don't know. It was a little, uh, a little pandery. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, hey guys, you know, I, I understand yeah. that you're over at the other movies having a great time, but we're over here too. Now, did you read about uh, Kevin Smith, I guess, in his podcast, talked about there was a scene cut from the special 
about where they do actually talk about the possibilities of the TV universe and the movie universe eventually crossing over. Hmm. And even if it's just the two flashes, it may right. not bring Stephen Amell and, and, and uh, Batman together, but it will at least maybe the two flashes will meet each other at some point. Well, and that would seem totally reasonable. Uh, the flash having already opened up at least one extra Earth. Yeah, yeah. And they have the possibility for multiverses colliding. Um, that's the scene. Right did you now. happen to catch? There was an interview with Jared Leto about playing the Joker. That was uh, pretty amazing. That doesn't really reflect so much on his uh, role as the Joker, so much as it makes Jared Leto sound like a real asshole. Asshole. Oh yeah, where he sent bullets to Will Smith. Yeah, and he sent like dead rats to somebody. He like started preparing for the role, doing a real method thing. He was Heath Ledgering it. Is well, he is he? a method actor. Well, is uh, he? I mean, his, hasn't he just played Jordan Catalano every time he's been on television for yeah, over yeah. 20 years Man. now? I don't know. I, I think mean, what he means is he listens to the crystal method while yeah. he prepares for his role. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird if you're, you're friends with a method actor. You go out to a bar and just like, it's just like... Jared, what do you want for a beer? And he's like, I told you, I'm the Joker. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. How long are you going to be the Joker for? Right, well, it sounds like in that, so the way that he play, he would play that is like, Beer, who drinks beer? I'll have a Rumpelmans. <laughs> I drink the blood of the innocent. Yeah, jo- I can see that Joker's drink of choice is Rumpelmans. It'd <laughs> be a great commercial. <laughs> Hello, alcohol lovers. Joker here. <laughs> that was a very good. Uh, that was a pretty solid. Mark Hamill is that the Mark Hamill? That's the Mark yeah, Hamill nice. Joker. I fucking love that Joker. Have you thought about becoming an impressionist? Yes. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't, how do you get into that? I used to impersonate people until they were like, "All right, you're in, kid." Someone, <laughs> someone's listening right now that could change your life to our podcast. That's what <laughs> it's going to be. I don't know. Hey, you know, it, it could happen, but hey. Let's not get out too off topic. Mm-hmm. I think that's you know I will. Pro- I was sold on not seeing it, but after watching that trailer again, I will say that does look like a pretty fun movie. Well, I, I think Will Smith is going to be a great Deadshot. I mean, I've probably said awful things about some of sure. Will Smith's movies, but uh, they're not all hits for sure. <laughs> but he's a pretty solid actor. Yeah, I really I, I enjoy most of what he does. I, I usually like him in stuff. And, uh, and I already like Deadshot. Somehow I can enjoy Floyd Lawton, despite the fact that he's a real piece of shit. It'll be hard for me, because I, really, I thought the guy who played Deadshot on Arrow did a hell of a job. He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be tough. I'm a, it, it is, it's, a, it's a little disappointing that they're not using the Suicide Squad. So again, like the, the stuff that they did with the TV show, already super great. Yeah, there yeah. Was, I understand needing some sort of uh, star draw. For, especially for a movie like this, but then yeah, again, Will, and Will Smith is the biggest of big. I mean, right? Or he was at least. I just missed the days when Will Smith would do a hip hop song for every movie he was in. Yeah, I want to hear that. Right? Where, where's the Wild Wild <laughs> West? <laughs> for him? Wild Wild West was the first movie I had on DVD. Really? Yeah, it was the thing that kicked off my DVD collection. And when I went to pawn it for rent money all those years ago. I could not bring myself to pawn Wild Wild West. <laughs> you need to watch the the Superman documentary. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, the, the, the giant spider. Super- yeah, about yeah. the giant spider. Yeah, it's a it's a great documentary. I, I watched it last week. It's really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Death of Superman Lives. Yeah. yeah, I have it on a flash drive. I just need to get along to it. So this was intro week. Is that what we're getting into? All the shows came back. Is that everything has returned? Almost everything. Almost well. Shield yeah. isn't back yet. The, the, the DC Gotham. stuff yeah. is back. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, Gotham's not in there. But uh, Gotham barely exists in the DCU. No, like, it does feel an entity amongst itself, for sure. So, uh, take them in order, man. Number one up, The Flash. No, that's not true. Yes, it is. It might have been our agent card, I don't remember. Well, Supergirl was on Monday, but I guess... Uh I don't know. Get his super. Are you guys still? Are we hooked on Supergirl still? Have you been watching it? I have not. You know, I am a fraud. I have not watched any Supergirl yet, except for that clip of the Martian Manhunter like eight yeah. million times. Uh, That's still the best part about it. <laughs> uh, well, he flies with her in this in the last episode. Yeah, so you get a little I, more of that. You get to see him in action a little bit. Yeah, and I uh, guess. Oh. Well, I was just gonna say it. it yeah, no, the uh, it it it. I'm still watching it. I'm still hopeful that... But the thing is, they're, they're never... I don't think they're ever going to manage to tie it into 
the extant universe, which and also even though that has all the same executive producers and a lot of this, it's they've still built something that fits in there. It's a missing puzzle piece. Yeah, uh, it doesn't look like it's ever gonna and just. It, the production values of the show make me think that they care a lot less about Supergirl. It's oh, just something sure. that needed to be. They owned the property, and CBS was like, "We'll do it. Hey, we'll put yeah, it on we screen. Well Why not?" Hmm. I don't think. Oh, well, yeah. I guess. It, I guess you're right. Some of the CW shows do feel. I mean, Flash feels like the production value on that show is way, and they have probably what a third of the budget than a CBS show. Mm-hmm. They, well, you know, who, I don't know what they're allotting to. A, a Supergirl, although they gave it a full season, so yeah, you know, generally and speaking, picked up the extra episodes. So uh, I still, I, again, I think Flash is the key. I think once with that character, you can cross over. So if, if it does cross over into what people call the Arrowverse, she'll never meet Green Arrow. You know, she's never going to meet the Atom or anyone from Legends Tomorrow. She'll meet the Flash maybe in an episode, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and that'll be that. Which it almost seems like the way to, uh, the Flash is kind of uh, just as a, a character linchpin. I think like. Why would you want to meet the Green Arrow if you haven't ever met really? him? He really doesn't seem. Even his friends he's don't rich. really he's like. Kind of an well, yeah, yeah, you want to meet. Yeah, you want to meet Oliver Queen, but I don't I think mean, you want to meet the Green Arrow. I just like how a domino mask conceals your your uh, identity in a superhero universe. Well, he's got a hood. And the vo- <laughs> he's got the, the voice box thing yeah. that he uses. Uh, he has a voice box now. Well, no, he's always well, yeah. had a little thing that yeah, he's changes like, his voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh. makes it deeper. Is More, that kind of like it makes what it sound like Christian Bale, do? basically? Hey, I'm the Green Arrow. That's, not, that's what it looks like. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Quit stealing my shit. <laughs> uh, Supergirl was good this week, though. Actually, I mean, there was a few problems with it. It. it uh, it showed us some. We got a, a little more hint about what's going to happen. There's a, a a clone type, some kind of entity that's being turned into a weapon to be used against Supergirl. Uh, I think it's going to be Bizarro. Is that the deal? Yeah, it's going to be a Bizarro Supergirl. Uh, Bizarro was just Ooh. teased as possibly the main villain for the Batman Superman Dawn of Justice. Oh, uh, that was seriously? Great. Yeah. Instead, like Doomsday and Luther will be in there, but I think it'll be. Doomsday gets taken down by the assembled JLA, but after the Bizarro, but I don't know what the story's supposed to be. But Uh, not not feeling that. I don't know, man. That picture of all the whole Justice League that leaked this week. You see that? I have not. It uh, it has a first look at Cyborg and also yeah, I think that was from this. Might have been from the special. special. Okay, yeah, because I saw stills of all the characters. And the Wonder Woman trailer, I thought was oh great. My God, that was the one so that, good. Of, of all the DC movies coming out. I think that's the one that looks uh, the most intriguing for yeah. me. Although again, I'm sold on on, on Gal Gadot. I don't know if her last name for really, but yeah, I'm sold oh, she's on her now. she's gonna be great. I think she is. I, I have problems with the way that they've. Uh, it's, everything looks like a crappy scene from Three Hundred. Like, kind of everything's kind of it's all murky, murky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the color patterns are and just really dark. Wonder Woman, it's the same. You know, like don't put Captain America in a black jumpsuit if he's in World War II. He's a big, bright thing. Same thing with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's running around. She's an Amazon from yeah. a tropical island paradise. You know, dressed in in the old red, white, and blue there. Now, uh, was it Jeff Johns? Is that I'm not the best with the the, the writers. Um, is it him that said on the special that Wonder Woman is the most skilled fighter in the DC in the DC universe? Yes. And I knew that caused a little uproar online as far as, well, yes, she is more powerful than Batman. Isn't technically Batman supposed to be the most skilled? Well, you know, I'm saying of the big, you know, there's other right. people of, yeah, the I was say, of the Trinity, you, though. Yeah. If you want to get into it, I think I think it would probably be Midnighter from the Authority. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, he can predict all the moves. Yeah, that's um, true. I almost said, yeah, the guy from... I slipped and almost let the Marvel guy out, but no. Deathstroke, I guess, too, would be someone, but no, I, I found that funny. Yeah, you would, you would imagine it's somebody who uh, has been in, like, a million fights and never been killed. Yeah, that's true. Would probably be the most skilled. Being made out of clay probably yeah. helps a lot. Like, just a, a regular person. Yeah, who, yeah, uh, Batman, that's the... Yeah, I mean... Uh, is Wonder Woman immortal? She's not immortal. She's, She's not immortal. Killable, but she I, I, is a goddess, right? Yeah. Well, and depending on the origin story you're going with, right. she she could come back. Mm. Uh, she could easily be remade by by gods from from different pantheons. 
Hera help us. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and wait, yeah, when is that Xena Warrior Princess uh, Hercules crossover movie going to come out? They yeah, going to fucking do that thing. I don't know. They're still in the writer's room. They're rebooting uh, Xena. Are they really? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Lucy Lawless has to play some sort of role in it. But I, I disagree that that is unfortunate. I think that is very fortunate. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, I think it's good that it's coming, but it, no Lucy Lawless. Like, oh, she oh, will not be involved. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She could be Hera. I saw a meme on the internet the other day that was like, Harrison Ford still plays Han Solo. Uh, again, Bruce Willis still plays John McClane. How come uh, uh, Lucy Lawless can't still be Xena? Xena, right. I mean, it's a fair point. Dude, you know, she's good. Memes she, have points sometimes. She was kick-ass on uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. She, she was, was great. Yeah, she was really good on... Um, I'm hoping they're going to bring her back to uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Her yeah. rumor that she may not actually be dead on that show, so that'd really? be pretty cool. That would, yeah. that would be rad. Yeah. What, would, what would she be doing if she was... Because we have... Would, have, I guess we haven't really seen what happens except for death when you grab one of those... Uh, sure, yeah, the uh, like it may stone be, or whatever. Maybe it know. just transports you... Because you just become a weird ash thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I, th- I think Trip is going to be back as well. Okay. I think a lot of people are upset when he... I think he'll be back and some... And he's going to be someone. I think everything on that show has done very... You know, there's a very specific purpose with death in Marvel. You know what yeah. I mean? No one dies just casually in <laughs> no Marvel. One yeah, does. Yeah. Like, or they die something. for a little bit. Well, Captain back. America's back. Steve Rogers is taking the mantle back in the comics. Well, they, they made it... two, right? Yeah, well, yeah, there's... Falcon and... Uh, uh, yeah. and, and, you know... Steve Rogers with his new triangular shield again. The old school. You see oh, that? What's new is yeah. old or old is new again? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It was a fun week of show. I'm just. I'm still. There's so many. I'm thinking about Agent Carter. I have to go there right away. That was. If you haven't watched Agent Carter yet, that is by far. I think my favorite show of all the superhero shows. Uh, it's just the. Hey, so the, the for one, it's. They are so true to the time period as far as just the costumes and this, the language. And uh, it's so, just I love how just accurate it is, and uh, it's fun, it's funny, uh, it's action packed, and yeah, Haley Atwell is she just knocks it out of the park to me, and I don't know if I said it on the podcast before, but I think she should be the first female James Bond. I mean, oh yeah, you said that I, last I'd week. Be totally, that would be that. amazing. Yeah, if if it comes down to Haley Atwell or Idris Elba, either choice, I'll be pretty happy because uh, Daniel Craig has said he's not. No, I think he's over the role, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, the the two-hour premiere for Agent Carter was great. And you get to, you know, you get to finally get to meet Jarvis's wife. And you get a lot more insight into Jarvis himself as far as just what he does in his spare time. That's what I liked about it. You're getting to learn a lot more about Jarvis. And you're getting to learn a lot more about Tony Stark's personal life. Um, Howard Stark? Howard Stark, I'm sorry. Yeah, Howard Stark's personal life. Without even him being in the show yet. That's what that was fun about it. He was on season one, though, right? Yeah, and he'll be on this season, but you're getting... She's in Hollywood now, and she's staying pretty much at his house in one Uh, of his cabanas and driving his cars and all the little... It's just fun, yeah. And listening to the horrifying noise coming from his room at night. (laughs) Every night, yeah. Poor (laughs) Haley Atwell. (laughs) But no, she is definitely... That's my show. She's my favorite uh, character probably in... Of the Marvel TV shows, she's the best. Well, I, and I've heard uh, some of them, they're going to kind of start launching uh, futuristic, that, like there's going to be some some more Inhuman stuff this season. Like just a lot of the Marvel things that seem like, like the super soldier stuff is going to continue. Yeah. Like we're going to see some of the things that eventually become uh, what what Officer Simpson, a.k.a. Nuke, and Jessica Jones is using. Sure. Like the mm, doctor, I think, right. is going to show up, uh, oh, or, yeah. or, or his mentor or something is going to show up in, in Agents, Agent Carter. Yeah, and they already introduced the, uh, they call it, I can't remember, uh, it was like some sort of dark matter that's already been in S.H.I.E.L.D., that kind of like floating black orby. I can't remember. Okay. It's the one who ate the, uh, the portal stuff. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. So they they introduced it this week. So it's already uh, man. It's just great. That's my that's my show. I think that's when I look. And it's a short season. It's kind of that mid season replacement show. Um, so the two hour premiere, you're already a fifth of the way through the season. So that oh, that's kind of fun about it too. Yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah. That would be sweet if uh, they sent if if just all of the all of the characters who touched one of the obelisks and. Were turned into ash, just showed up in Agent Carter. Yeah, maybe that's where Lucy Lawless shows sure, up. Sure, they back in time. Just oh, back in, wow, back yeah. in time to when it was first uncovered or something. Then they have to restart. Oh, wow. Crawl through time again. <laughs> or it'd be a real bummer. I guess if you if you had enough knowledge, you could 
uh, Back to the Future to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make a lot of money real fast. Yeah, it would suck for Trip. That would be the one. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. He's so, <laughs> like, I would love to bet on all of these games, but apparently it's not allowed. No, you, you couldn't do that? You couldn't go back in oh, time? Oh, no, I totally would. I would ruin the future for you my would. own personal gain. Right. Cubs win the World <laughs> Series. You're, you're Kang the Conqueror. I am Kang the yeah, Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror or Biff Tannen, whatever. What are you looking at, butthead? Biff the Conqueror. <laughs> I think Two it flies with the same gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, who owns, uh, who owns the rights to Back to the Future? Maybe we see a crossover there. Why not multiverse everything? <laughs> I want to see Marty McFly in Infinity War. Well, speaking of that, did you hear Stan Lee this week said that he is pretty much 100% sure that Marvel and, and Star Wars will cross over in a film? What? Um, and he says at this point it's a no. I don't, and I'm paraphrasing Stan, but it, he pretty much said it was a no brainer. That he was like, the amount of money can be made between them. And I, to me, I'm just like slamming on the brakes on that one. I, yeah. I never want to see that. He is 95 years old, though. Right? Yeah, no, but he's sharp. I mean, he, what he's saying is his, it's a business thing. I mean, oh, yeah. It's, it's a pure financial decision if they were to do it. He didn't seem too upset by it, but I, uh, I wonder. Yeah, no, because that turns my stomach a little. No. Because uh, I don't like the two franchises. But for people who didn't grow up in 1980, uh, which I also didn't, I guess. But uh, you know, I, for, I, they probably don't have that same stigma where it's like make mine Marvel, and I have this real hard loyalty for some reason. To, it doesn't sound like fucking Marvel, even though it published Star Wars comics in 1977. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's true. And now, and again, they're doing them. Star Wars saved Marvel comics from being bankrupt. Yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. I'm reading those right now. I went back. They're all on the Marvel Unlimited app, so I've been reading those. They're fun. The Forgotten Rabbit. I can't remember his name. Do you remember the rabbit? There was a white rabbit that was with him on all the missions, on the Millennium Falcon and everything. There was never in the movie. It's that rabbit from Donnie Darko, right? Kind of, yeah. It's kind of what he looked like. Frank. 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 Frank Frank the Bad Trip. (laughs) There's a crazy... Man, like, Donnie Darko's tied to Star Wars. Runs to the fucking video store and buys it. <laughs> Files it away. Never watches it. A lot of people don't know that uh, Noah Wiley was originally cut out of the first prequels as uh, the oh, undying man. professor <laughs> who uh, <laughs> explains time travel to a young Padawan played by Jake Gyllenhaal. It's a backdoor pilot to ER, which exactly. also starred Noah Wiley. I just thought of this. The only way I would like to see the crossover is if it was, that's what happened to Boba Fett. When you get eaten by the Sarlacc pit, you get shit out into the Marvel Universe. So then, <laughs> and then eventually Boba Fett just gets dropped into some, yeah, he just falls out of the sky in New Mexico, kind of like Thor. Just no and, good to me. Yeah, today. and he's just there, stuck. That uh, that I could get behind, maybe some weird thing like that, but no, I couldn't see Luke Skywalker battling Magneto. Right, you know what what I mean? just well, like, he wouldn't anyway. Just we just take that's the lightsaber Fox. right the fuck out of his. Head. Well, you know what I mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what would uh, all right? So let's pose this one. What's the ideal crossover event that allows? Like, what would you be interested in seeing? Like, what? Where is that Venn diagram center? Crossover between Star, Star Wars, Wars and Marvel, and Marvel or Marvel plus X? Uh, Marvel plus Star Wars. Okay. I guess it would have to, to me, it would have to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. A, a Star Lord Han Solo interaction would be pretty funny. I mean, I, I think, think that would be good. I think I hate to stand behind that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be the only way. That, oh, shit. We just. Star Lord, man. They're listening right now, writing it down. Okay. No, <laughs> no, I guess that no, would be spoiling. the one. Yeah. Star Wars, Han Solo. And Han Solo accuses him of having terrible taste in music. Everything. And, and turns on a Max Rebo tape. <laughs> oh, wait, Max Rebo would have been like... From whatever that musical oh. number from Je- Return of the Jedi. The bastardized you know? Jedi, <laughs> the elongated bar scene. <laughs> just... oh, it's so awful. Well, then maybe they both, they have a weird bro down when it becomes the reggae. They're like, this sucks, right? And Han's like, yeah, this totally sucks. <laughs> I can see, yeah, Han just complimenting how dirty his ship is and how it, compl- yeah, on the, on the Alyssa Milano. That, I guess that'd be the one, yeah. Guardians of, but I don't want to see Luke Skywalker on Earth. I don't want to see, 
Yeah, I don't want to see Spider-Man on the Death Star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those things just don't make sense to me. I want to see Iron Man blow up the Death Star, though. The force is strong with these ones. Yeah, a Darth uh, Iron Man Darth Vader battle. Yeah, see that. Hmm. Have you ever seen those superhero uh, fights on the internet where they had like they did one where Batman versus Darth Vader? Oh yeah, superhero yeah. beatdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are great. I'm gonna play the video in the background. And we'll no, superhero beatdowns are great. There's Wolverine versus Predator. Yeah, uh, that's a really good one. And these guys put a lot of work into these, so that if you guys haven't checked out the superhero beatdowns, they are great. Uh, what is Darth, I think it's Darth Vader Wolverine. Um, there's so many. There's like Master Chief from Halo versus Captain America. Captain America. There's Thor Superman. That one's not the best, but still, uh, they're really good. Yeah. It's uh, it's a good time. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was never a, uh, I was never a fan of when Marvel and DC crossed over, and because they, 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 that was basically the plot was. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to see Superman fight Thor? I did. Like, well, not really. I did have as a child an oversized crossover where it was Batman versus the Hulk, and that one was actually really, really good. Hmm. Um, the art—I can't remember who did the art, but it, it was uh, It was man, it was beautiful. And the weird part was Batman beats Hulk, but it was because it was the most brutish brute Hulk, you know. And Batman just completely was just outthinking him and barely surviving, but he he did be Batman to the Hulk, which I thought was funny because to me, no one beats the Hulk. Mm. He's infinite, you know what I mean? There's, there's no. He can it, always get stronger and more it's angry. It's fairly impossible. Uh, well, that was. I mean, that's World War Hulk, right? And is no one, no one can take him down. Yeah, the World Breaker. Oh, yeah. that was such a good run. I like Planet Hulk, World War Hulk. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, that, I, that's kind of what got me back into buying actual books again. Was when they did Planet Hulk. Yeah. Right. Well, and that seems like the only place they can go with another Hulk movie too, which is awesome although it does remove the Hulk entirely from the Avengers universe yeah and it's tough because the the deal with the Incredible Hulk movies they Marvel wants to make one but Universal somehow still yes. has the distribution rights to the Incredible Hulk so they have to be behind Marvel making it. that's a that's a weird one that's a big of all the weird things with property ownership as far as the movies goes that's the strangest one for all me. right we'll check this out then uh, okay Marvel Universal how does this grab you Hulk versus Universal Monsters Oh, that would be unbelievable. Hulk versus Wolfman? That's All right. of them at the same time, just see him smacking one off. You know, Dracula's on his neck and he's smacking the wolf. Oh, man. That would be a good one. I would like to see that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Frankenstein ta you know, jabs two giant nails into his neck. Bride is shooting electricity at him. That would be really good. It'd have to be kind of the dumb, what would it be, Grey Hulk maybe? He's a little more... Ew. What was the, the mantle? The Joe Fix It. Joe Fix It, yeah, versus the Universal Monsters. Well, maybe it's. Okay, so check it out. Dracula bites Bruce Banner, uh, gets infected with gamma radiation, but also passes vampirism on to Banner. Oh, so shit. So it's Vampire Hulk. Vampire Hulk. Who retains uh, his, his mental abilities as he becomes the Hulk. That sounds like a job for Wolverine. And he has to fight a, a, a Dracula Hulk. Yeah. Holy shit. Dracula Hulk. Dracula Hulk. Hulkula. 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 Yeah. Damn. Hulk feed. How has there never been a Hulkula cow? Oh, man. Again, I feel like Marvel's like, that's a great idea. Hulkula. Yeah, Hulkula. No, honestly, let's get Chip Zdarsky to do Hulkula, somebody. Please. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so good. Imagine, how do you stop a Hulkula from feeding? The daylight, man. Oh, that's true. It's the thing. Because it used to be, didn't it? Used to be that the Hulk only be, he Banner only became the Hulk at night. I think originally, yeah, it was some sort of yeah. He had werewolf properties. He had werewolf properties. He got bit by a Hulk. <laughs> We're currently watching Batman oh, use a that's, lightsaber. That's pretty insane. When the Hulk bites people, do they become Hulkulas as well, or do they just become regular vampires? Well, if he drains them of all of their blood, uh, they just die. But, uh, Seems like he, that would be pretty easy for him to do. Yeah, he's a big dude. That's uh, he's basically he's he's a giant blood sucking monster with a straw for a mouth. Just <laughs> oh, Hulkula. Yeah. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. <laughs> you should. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, we something else. I was just gonna. Oh, we were just talking about. Uh, oh, Tom Cruise is actually gonna be the Wolfman in the new Universal monster oh, movie yeah. that was just announced this week. So there you go. Oh, he's, you know, I, I could see that guy going to all fours and just getting feral. Yeah. Running through the woods. 
It's a Scientology thing. It's just kind of yeah. yeah. He's clear. <laughs> <laughs> his his things are too high. <laughs> <laughs> and John Travolta has to be the guy that hunts him. Come on, jeez, Tom. Come on, Tom. <laughs> I got a silver bullet. <laughs> anyway, Arrow was on. <laughs> Arrow's back. No, Arrow's back. Like back, like you're saying that, like definitively. Yeah, it felt that this episode finally, you know, it felt right again. Uh, not much felicity. Um, so the well, yeah, she's she is in hospitalized, the hospital. pale looking. I was like, that was pretty cool. But he felt like Arrow again. The anger, the the the. Oh, he straight up said he was going to murder Damien Dark. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He goes to Lance. Oh, you're in the business of dropping bodies again. Just one. Just one. Awesome. But he killed people. That was the thing. He was killing ghosts. He shot one of the ghosts with an arrow into the electric box. Well, that guy died. That was intentional. I, I mean, plenty of people in, in Arrow look like they're probably dead, dead. after yeah. fights with the arrow. Yeah. Or anyone else, for that matter. Plenty of people get thrown into stuff. That, but he like, felt yeah. like... I mean, he said he called himself Green Arrow in this episode. Yep. That's always good to hear. Um, and it felt definitive. And the thing is, who's in the grave? That's the thing, because at the beginning, it's him and Barry Allen looking over the grave. That and, is the question. And it's who is going to be in that grave. Right, the remainder of uh, this story arc. So it's it's not going to be Sarah Lance. No, Sarah's moved on to the Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Laurel. At the very beginning, I was thinking that it was just going to be Ollie's grave, and we were going to get that reveal at the end. Like He faked his death. Yeah, Damian something Dark, to go. Yeah. Uh, which I still think could be a possibility, but the way it ended, it made it feel like it's Probably Thea. I see. I feel it's going to be, and it's to make it the easiest. It's going to. I think it's going to be Felicity's mother. I also thought that, but well, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I mean, because, and I'll say this because she's always been kind of a comedic relief, and this is the first episode where she had some emotional, you know, take my daughter, take care of my daughter. She needs you. Where were you? And I think that's what it's going to be. Someone like that. And Detective Lance is going to be so sad. Yeah, he's gonna be sad. He's getting laid finally, and uh, maybe it's, it's that probably makes him sad. Well, no, it's probably gonna be well, good for his heart. Well, she's gonna die. We think he's when his new lady's gonna die. Mm. That's what I think. His heart probably can't take uh, too much time with her, anyways, right? His heart can't take. Th- that's like his his heart problem. Go. That's the weirdest wave to ride. Just it, it's such a doex machina. Anytime they need Lance out of the picture, but also in the picture, it's wow. Where's, where's my pills? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nitroglycerin. There's too much copping all the time. I can't be a cop like this. I'm two days away from retirement. <laughs> well, his daughter's come back from the dead twice, or at least, uh, yeah, twice. One of his daughters, twice. Both of his daughters are superheroines. Uh, now so. she's traveling through time, so she can maybe she can chill with uh, with young Lance. That'd be a fun Legends of Tomorrow episode. Um, yeah, you can't do that. That's how you erase yourself from the future. Oh, I think they're. I think that show's going to be based on fuck ups because <laughs> they are. They're a bunch of just people who have no idea what they're doing traveling through time. I think they're going to fuck a lot of stuff up. You created an alternate 1985. I, I can see Barry Allen having to come in. That that'll be the tie-in. Well, he's gonna have to come in and just clean up all their fucking messes every time, and just like. Oh, that'd be hilarious if there's like a just just a five-minute short at the end of every Legends of Tomorrow that's just Barry Allen showing up, <sighs> and he's he's just standing behind a bush that you saw at an end scene or something like. All right, now I guess I'm dealing with this. Yeah, and he zooms through, picks up, you know, picks this little something they knock down, picks it up, you know. Oh yeah, that'd be great. I think Barry, man, he's great. That show, The Flash, is probably the best. It's the best superhero. Best. Yeah, I know. I say Agent Carter, but that's because it's a mid-season replacement, and it's almost like a very long movie. But as far as just a show, best DC show. It, yeah, it has to be. Well, and it's the one, like I said, he's he's a, he's the character linchpin for everything. I think people will. The Flash is so open to expanding the universe. It just makes sense that the flat, the uh, sorry, what, Central City, because that's where all the Earth Two vortexes are. This is going to be where all the big stuff is really yeah. happening. I thought they did a great job with the turtle. The turtle was uh, fantastic. I don't know. That, I'm sorry, the actor's name, but the guy from Battlestar Galactica, Chief, right? It was his Chief yes. from Battlestar Galactica? I thought he was really good, and uh, man, the power. I, I don't know a lot about the character is from the comic books. I mean, I did some reading on it, but um, as far as just the his the way his powers worked against Barry's and his motivation and just the look, 
because I actually have a turtle, and even how I have the little red, the red line down the, right. down his jacket like a red-eared slider. Uh, I thought it was kick-ass. And yeah, the the costuming in all these shows is probably something that uh, doesn't get talked up enough because mm. they do a really good job of. I mean, everything looks like a the costuming, the art direction, especially in the Flash, because it looks. Like a comic book. Yeah, that's yeah. that's something DC should be paying more attention to. Maybe uh, don't make don't just let Zack Snyder do what's in his head. Make him read a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Don't give that <laughs> muted color pattern, that color yeah. palette. Yeah. Hey, the Flash is a giant red streak of lightning that you know it it, it it's really cool and it's really bright. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's uh, extravagant. He doesn't need to be a weird brooding. <laughs> maroon or whatever's gonna whatever they're gonna do with the Flash. No, uh, I did read that DC is again going to reboot all their books to become number ones again. Yeah, but what they're doing, do that, so well, people buy the number ones and think well, they're worth money. I think what they're trying to do, and this is no one knows for sure, is that they're going to actually make the characters of all the books um, more closer related to the characters on the television or the movie universe. Well, they've done that with the with Green Arrow. Green Arrow uh, takes place. They moved it to Seattle. Uh, okay. Star and City. It's only Star City in the comics, right? It's it is Star now Lane. on the show too, though. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Uh, Star Ray Lane. Palmer changed it to Star, or the Atom changes it to Star City. Yes, yeah. it's a, a new beginning for uh, a city that was under siege. Mm-hmm. That'd be fucking crazy. It's just like it's no longer Denver. It's now just Den. Everybody. And did you also, Nate, think that uh, Green Arrow and the Atom were going to kiss at that scene where on Legends of Tomorrow, where Adam's telling him he's going to get on the spaceship? I, I just, there was that one moment where I was like, "They're going to have a, they're going to kiss." It looked like it. I was just like, "This is going to be strange." Well, like maybe. Magic moment. <laughs> or, or, at least, or at the very least, Arrow is going to reach up and just touch, caress uh, Adam's cheek, and just be like, "I'll like, miss you." You know, okay. it was just felt weird. You know him and Felicity and the Adam had a threesome. I mean, that was a that just that's an unknown. If you if you watch the show, it's subtext. You kind of know it was there. Yeah. You think I I don't I don't I feel like Ollie's not the kind of guy who would uh, want to share. Although he was on that he island, he was on for an a island time. for a long time. Who knows yeah. what kind of weird <laughs> stuff went down? They he don't, might, uh, he they don't call him Deathstroke for uh, no reason. Ever. <laughs> Knocks you right out. All right, DC. Here's your next thing: porno parodies of your own characters. Deathstroke. He'll jerk you off till you die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no more. No more. The best and last orgasm you'll ever have. <laughs> eh, and that's the only one we have, apparently. So never mind. It's a no go. No, we don't want to uh, do that. Get that out of the valley. But uh, any anything else this week that caught your eye, news wise, show wise, that we want to? Uh, yeah, I, we were worried about it last week, about that potential Punisher Netflix series taking over Iron Fist. I read articles that, you know, they were talking about the upcoming slate of Netflix things, and Iron Fist was in there. Oh, yeah, it's, I think it's coming. I think, I think you have to have You can't have, to me, you can't have Luke Cage, Power yeah. Man, without Iron Fist. And especially Marvel is uh, launching a, a Power Fist and Iron Man team-up book. Nice. Soon. Yeah. So. Heroes for Yeah, if that's already been announced, then yeah. it's coming. I think what it is is Punisher is just such a powerful and popular character that it's a no-brainer for them to... I mean, when you had Jessica Jones pull the numbers it did, despite what H- or, uh, NBC says, uh, it, I mean, Jessica, if Jessica Jones can do that, the Punisher is going to double those what numbers. What did NBC know? say? They put out a what they said was their projected... If, if Netflix was a... Um, Network. was a network what kind of numbers Jessica Jones would get and I guess Netflix uh, responded was like they have no idea what they're talking about their numbers are skewed and I don't know for some reason HBO who I don't know why they would have to do that tried to just or NBC I keep saying HBO uh, NBC just tried to I don't know downplay it like they're not important or seems they're over hyping their, their viewership it seems to me like uh, that would be a move that a network in trouble might pull. Right, pull, yeah. A network with no TV. With no superhero properties. Yeah, that's true. NBC has nothing, right? They've got no... Well, they've got to be... Well, they had heroes, but that's already... Yeah. yeah. But did they... Uh, they've got... I have to... They're allied with Universal, right? It's NBC Universal? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. Universal has no properties? They can oh, they distribute have the Hulk. Yeah. They, have, they have the... Namer? Is that, is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, they have Namor. I didn't Namor. know that. Namor? Namor? Just flo- how did, he's just floating out there by himself, kind of? Yeah. 
It was back when they were selling off all the properties in like the wow. late 90s, early 2000s. They were like, okay, Sony, you get Spider-Man, Fox, uh, you want Fantastic Four and X-Men? Well, you need some fucking money. And wow. they sold the Hulk to Universal. And then Namor was also was the, the great Toy Biz bankruptcy. Yep. See, I feel he goes hand-in-hand hand with the Fantastic Four. You feel... That's his first goes, appearance. Yeah. Yeah, but... Marvel and they were just like, "Come on, baby, we need some of that money." See, I'm, I'm a big Submariner fan, so I, I, I'm waiting for him. I, if they can do Aquaman, they have to be able to do Submariner. Oh, I'm sure Marvel. He's the James him. Bond of the sea. You know what I mean? I've always thought of him as, as <laughs> of that. That's Wait, have you, have you never seen Thunderball, sir? <laughs> no, I guess yeah, it's true. James Bond is the James, James Bond, Bond, of, the James Bond of the sea. Sorry, Roger Moore. I is that Roger Moore, right? I believe it. Well, yeah. yeah, I think so. Sorry about that, Mister. Sir, Sir Roger Moore. I think he's a nice. <laughs> Sir Roger Moore. This framed picture of Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a bonds a bond is what it yeah. says on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Roger Moore is probably the most fun. But oh man, do you guys follow George Lazenby on Twitter? No. Total, no. total aside, the best Bond. Follow George Lazenby, who you may remember from On Her Majesty's Secret Service. One time Bond, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Connery wanted it back after he was like, I'm out of money. Uh, <laughs> now that one isn't canon, though, right? The one that Connery came back as the old Bond. Um, that one isn't when you when you get the James Bond box set or whatever. That one is not included because um, it was not written by uh, Sir Ian Fleming. I believe. Well, that seems like a real bummer. Uh, it's true. The one where he comes to make back, you buy a Bond movie that you don't really want. It doesn't, and it, I, that's the one with um, the girl, the Kim Basinger, I believe, right? You only live twice. Is that the one that he came back for? Uh, I believe. I believe, and, then, and that one is not canon, which is kind of strange, but huh? I don't know. Bond has never really been my thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love James Bond. I mean, I appreciate it. I just love the longevity of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, it's cool. I, I really like Casino Royale, the new one. Uh, oh, I thought you meant the Woody Allen. Was that Woody Allen who did the <laughs> the com- the comedic Casino Royale? I believe so. I can't remember. What, might have been wasn't it. that Peter Sellers? Peter Sellers. James Bond? Yeah, yeah. Peter oh Sellers played God. James Bond. Yeah. That's so good. I, even to go on a further tangent, have you ever watched any of the... Um, I, I can't, my dad used to watch with uh, my, my Man Flint. In like Flint, in like Flint, yeah, they're yeah. like a comedic James Bond with. Um, Those are fantastic. Who, who Those played him? And uh, oh, I can't think. He of was the old name. Western guy. Oh, so good. Those and uh, Modesty Blaze. There was a series in the sixties. Uh, there were like, there there was just a, a weird slate of these bizarre spy thriller yeah. comedy pre Austin Powers kind of thing yeah. okay mm-hmm. my man Flint I think that was yeah. there's a there's several a series of them. Yeah. Of James Flint Coburn yeah. I think was the actor who played James Bond yeah, yes dude, those, those full are, of dynamite James Coburn yep. will blow you away yep. that's the tagline what, were you going to bring something up about George Lazenby on Twitter? Is he just insane? Twitter, but, oh, yeah. No, he's out of his goddamn mind. But it's the most fantastic thing in the world. And right now, I can't find his Twitter. So find George Lazenby on Twitter. He everybody. might have stopped posting. One-time Bond. Yeah, his, his people took him off. Like, sir, you... His agent was like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't mess this up. You go George, George Lazenby hasn't had an agent in f- ever. I don't think he's ever had an agent. <laughs> I could see George Lazenby like, George Lazenby's agent is George Lazenby! And he slams yeah. the phone down. Lord Jazenby. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Not Lord Jazenby. <laughs> they say that Jamie Kennedy used to call places as his an agent representing Jamie Kennedy. Oh, that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I, I just, I'm going to have to write that down. <laughs> hey, this is... Uh, this is Jeff L. Albright. Jeff L. <laughs> representing Jeff M. Albright. No relation. No relation. <laughs> Clones aren't really related. That's how uh, Evil Knievel got his start that way. His first big stunts. He was, he was like he started out as a con man and uh, eventually started doing stunt work, motorcycle stunts, and he would just call places as different uh, reporters. Like, he wouldn't book shows. He would just call a casino and be like, Hey, I'm calling from such and such paper, major paper. I'm coming out to cover the this, event. This uh, looks like his name's Evel Knievel. Uh, anyway, we're coming out there, and and he would just harangue these people with reporters until they were like, "Well, we better put it on the calendar." And uh, 
make it a thing. In case I this guy shows up. Yeah, if someone shows up. <laughs> no shit. Is yeah, that true? That's absolutely true. Oh my god, that's brilliant. Yeah, he just uh, he booked himself by proxy. <laughs> Yo, I heard this guy was going to come and break all of his bones in your parking yeah. lot. Is yeah. that true? <laughs> I, I wouldn't cover that. I wouldn't take pictures of that. Oh, man. So we got a big week coming up. All the shows are kind of back. Do I think Gotham and Shield have to be coming soon? We're almost entering. The I think they're in like March. March. Yeah. So, oh, still got to wait for. That. I hate the. I think everything should come out at the same time. I think once the show is out, all the shows should be out. But, if but I they, guess that's why Agent Carter's on because she's the mid-season replacement. Then yeah. we also have to not go to work. That's true. Like we could. Well, maybe maybe that's the world we want to live in, right? Maybe that's the the key to uh, true happiness and world peace. Is if all the television was DVR'd for a good month, where no one had to do anything except oh, yeah. hang out, just watch. Yeah, that's what killed my open going to open mics was all the superhero shows. When it was just Arrow on Wednesday, it was fine, and now it's every night of the week except for you know the weekends. There's a superhero TV show on. And I like to watch them live, you know, I don't like to, I mean, I will DVR, but it's like, I, I want to watch them live. You have a luxury to watch them live. A lot of people have to steal them from the internet. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's where this world peace thing comes in, because when oh, we finally get enough money to give everybody in the world access to live broadcast television. It actually is free, right? You just got to buy an antenna. That's true, I guess. Yeah, all the shows we're talking, except for Netflix. I'm just waiting for Disney, with all their Marvel and Star Wars money, just when are they going to buy the world? That's free I, worldwide Disney Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. You just have to wear a pair of mouse ears. We're gonna and get then the, it, and you get free Wi-Fi wherever you go. We're gonna get Pluto and Mars, or not Pluto. We're gonna get Mars and uh, and uh, the Moon in on it. Planet X and we're and gonna nine. put them and make just the world would be a giant Mickey Mouse silhouette. I guess I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay. I used to hate Disney until they bought everything I love. <laughs> Yeah. No, I have to love Disney. Now you're trapped. They're the stepdad who showed up and you're like, well, his car is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty much, yeah. He won't let me drive it, but I can sit in it with my girlfriend. I know, I can lean up against it and like Take make pictures. my neighbors think I'm better than I am. <laughs> he no, seems really. to be pretty nice to my mom. Yeah. At least when I'm her there. what she wants, <laughs> like blockbuster uh, box office returns. He lets her red box whenever she wants. Yeah, I um, thought Blockbuster was going to be a video reference, too. That's oh, no, I was talking about the literal people standing in line to go inside of a movie theater. Blockbuster. That hasn't happened in 25 years. What? What about with The Dark Knight? No, it's, it's happened plenty. But Star Wars. I stood in line for Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Big Did line. You, I, had nerd a, a out? Drunk, I had a drunken meathead who kept punching himself in the head. And, yeah, I mean, you're not even exaggerating. It was so awful. It was so awful. Had had he already seen it then? He was doing the Kylo Ren? No. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it felt like. No, he was just some drunken, probably a college wrestler of some sort. You know what I mean? Junior college wrestler. That's probably what he was. That's a very specific (laughs) archetype. Just fucking drunk and smacking himself in the face and uh, had a friend there who was trying to calm him down. And it was pretty goddamn awful. Someone who is... Who has to have space? Um, the only reason I would have stood next to a person like that was for Star Wars. So, fandom. That, right that there. dude definitely made someone touch his dick in a popcorn bucket. Yeah. That oh movie. god. And he was probably his best friend. That's the worst part. <laughs> oh, you want some fucking popcorn? Dude, and he was like, "Bro, not this again, bro, bro, bro." And that's the how that Chris Baker was went. probably sitting two seats behind him, going, "Gross, gross." <laughs> no PDA. Personal. Come on, guys. <laughs> is so that a display of affection? Guy. The oh, guy man. in the popcorn bucket, that is. Because this has been our... Are we, uh, are we at the end? We're almost towards Bronco Foot. We have to escape uh, this area of town right now. The Broncos are getting ready to play. Some bro's punching himself in the head there, outside the window. There are bro's the punching themselves in the head outside of the window as we speak. I don't know. I'm going to uh, Hulkula out and just jump home. Yeah, well... <laughs> I was just going to say, and, and, and go to... Well, my mind just went to now that the person who has to play uh, Hawkula in is Scott Bakula. 
Mm. So we can just call him Scott Hulkula. You know what? Scott Bakula would be a great Bruce Banner. Yeah, I think he would be. A made-for-TV banner, kind of going back to the days of... Uh, Bill uh, Bixby? Bill Bixby, yeah. Don't make me angry, Mr. McGee. He wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Scott Hulkula. Scott Hulkula. <laughs> we got to get someone out. That's Anybody with any... That's the thing. We'll put a project out. Anybody listening to Broadcast Geeks, if you can send us a mock-up of Scott Hulkula. Or Spock Diesel. Or Spock Diesel. We're still waiting on Spock right. Diesel. Our uh, Spock Spock Diesel versus Hulkula is our current fan fantasy. And Colossus Gronkowski. That was <laughs> oh, that's that, right. Yeah, Colossus Gronkowski. I'd like to almost see uh, Spock Diesel and, and Spock Scott Hulkula and- as a tag team, like A-team sort of team that... <laughs> Rolls through the countryside solving problems and finding lost children. We're building our own Avenging Justice League. I think so. Scott Hulkula, Spock Diesel, and Colossus Colossus Gronkowski. Who else are we going to recruit? Tune in to the next episode of Broadcast Geeks. As we slowly build our repertoire. You think you're the only superhero in the world? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you guys, send it, send us to us at uh, broadcastgeeks at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at broadcastgeeks. Uh, anything else, anybody, before we head out? Yeah, if you guys have questions, uh, we are happy to answer them. And they help us uh, not go on these long diversions. <laughs> long diversions, where we don't talk about divergent. Uh, this this might be the episode where we spoiled the least. Yeah. But created also, so much great magic. That's true. Also, you know, we didn't have a big knockdown drag out. Uh, I think everybody got to say their piece this week, I guess, right? Yeah. No overlap. Not too much I'm saying argument. I still miss our missing members, but they've got to finish up that that limited edition run on their solo books. That's you right. Know? They've, they've got first first issues coming out in four different variant covers. <laughs> That's true. They're at home. Uh, so you guys, uh, we're gonna. This is a we're week to week now. We're almost hedging towards that way. Uh, so we have been listening to your feedback and everything. Uh, JD Lopez, he told me last night. So JD, we're listening. Uh, you guys, again, it's been uh, episode. What is it? Six. Six. Six of the broadcast geeks. You guys, uh, come down to El Torito, check out all the kick-ass shows going down here, and we will talk to you next week. Excelsior. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends.